What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Underachievers. We're talking about GameStop RIP, maybe? Uh, Crackdown still doesn't look very good. And some more MK11 announcements. All that and more. Let's plug in. First off, I want to point out, Sparks is not with us today. He is not feeling well. So it's just a Chance and Jake show. Just the two of us. Sorry, continue. And, uh, I mean, do you really need any more? I mean, Sparks is great and all, but... He has voice aids. <laughs> now that just sounds like he has people helping him with his voice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> He's legitimately uh, not not feeling well, so uh, we um, the show must go on. We got to keep the show rolling. We got to keep doing it. So let's just jump right into the news. The first news on the docket, um, it looks like GameStop has failed to secure a buyer, so that looks more likely that GameStop is going to die. <laughs> Look, Looking pretty grim. <laughs> Poor. Um, let me ask you, Chance, when's the last time you've actually bought a game or shopped at a GameStop? Years. I can't even remember the last time. I think the last time I did maybe was, yeah, a couple years ago because I wanted to play Spec Ops The Line, yeah, which is a kind of obscure game, <laughs> but um, it's backwards compatible now, so that's pretty cool. I can play it on my Xbox One. But yeah, I think that was the last time I've done it. I, you and I, I think you're on the same boat as I am. I'm a digital guy, so yeah, I'm pretty much... It's so easy now with like the com- like between consoles, especially with Microsoft. I don't know how... PlayStation works, but oh yeah, and uh, PlayStation is very similar. And it's it's like when you have Amazon, when you have the buy with one click option. It's just right there. It's easy to do, and it it, it takes away all my worries. It, I'm just going to be honest. I don't like leaving my house. I don't like going to, to stores anymore. <laughs> I've been yeah. spoiled with digital storefronts where I just don't want to even bother going anywhere. Yeah, my my brother has benefited so much from uh me going digital cuz I'll he took the Xbox to college so I bought a new one and um so that that console is still marked as my home console so when I bought Red Dead Redemption on my new console it just started downloading on the one he had at school and he's just all sweet. I get to play Red Dead Redemption for free. <laughs> A uh, similar story happened with my buddy Luke because um, I share I, I downloaded my profile on his Xbox. So whenever I same thing whenever I was buying games digitally, they would download on his Xbox. And to which I said, "Well, what the hell, man? Give me some money. Give me some <laughs> kickback for that." <laughs> Told my you brother think- that, and he said, "No, what a dick." Um, how it goes back to uh, GameStop? Apparently, they they they. They're kind of doing what 
um, Toys R Us did at the end of last year where, hey, we don't have any money. We're bankrupt. Somebody should buy us and save us. Unlike uh, Toys R Us that actually did get saved, doesn't look too good for GameStop. And I don't necessarily want to say good riddance because I did have good memories of GameStop. But their, day, their days were numbered once you that Microsoft and Sony were really getting into the digital space. I think that they knew their days were numbered. Yeah, I think with the last console generation launch, they were like, uh-oh. I mean, and it, took, it, it, it took a little while, but it's here. Well, and the fact that we have um, services like PlayStation Now and Xbox Game Pass, pe- people really don't have a need to go out and buy a used game or do anything like that. When they Again, they could just download a game from their console, play it until they're bored with it, and then download a new game. It's, and with the it's pretty much... No, go ahead. Uh, and even with the stores, too, it's just like, well, I can buy the $60 game in a physical format, risk the desk getting broken, pay the gas to go to the store, or uh, I can just download it, not have a physical copy. Sure, I'm fucked if an EMP comes around, but what are the chances that's going to happen? Um, it's just the convenience of it, and it can pretty much go anywhere you go as long as you remember your password. Yeah. And, you know, I've had this discussion because, you know, Sparks is always a physical copy kind of guy. So, you know, he jokes when he says, hey, I can, if you want to play a game and you want to borrow it from me, you can. I can't do that with yours. And I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't know what to tell you. You should just trust my opinion that it's a good game if I say it's a good game. Sign into my profile, bro. See what happens. (laughs) Yeah, take a ride on the wild side. Yeah, the, the only way I see a physical copy is like through the huge retailers like Walmart, Best Buy, and Target. Like, uh, remember when Sparks had us playing Borderlands? I got it for twenty dollars instead of the fifty that they're primping on the Microsoft Store right now. But that's it. Actually, yeah, I think that was the last time I bought. I take that back. That was the last time I bought a game physically. It was when I bought uh, the Handsome Jack collection for Borderlands, which uh, I would. I would say it was a good deal. Yeah, I, I, same thing. I got it for 20 bucks. I went in and got it super cheap, and it was still $60, I think, at the time uh, on Xbox. So, hey, you know, sometimes had, it works. And I had it delivered to my house, so suck it going to places. Uh, so moving on to the next piece of news, because uh, I'm just going to give you guys a warning now. Uh, if you're sick of hearing about Apex Legends... I'm sorry, because <laughs> that is the main topic of today's show. Um, so moving on down the list of the news, Crackdown 3. Um, so it looks like IGN, GameSpot, you know, the big game site, gaming sites have gotten their hands on it and given their kind of previews. I don't think they've actually, as of recording this uh, February 6th, there is no news of an actual review. So these are just people playing the game. And they haven't been as good as people would hope. Um, I've seen that IGN, when I was watching a video of them doing the Wrecking Zone gameplay, they said, yeah, it was, it was, it's a cool concept, the destruction's cool, and it can be fun, but after two hours, they said they were done with it and they wanted to move on to the single player. GameSpot was saying that the cloud technology that is being used for Xbox... Um, 
it's beautiful in the wrecking zone, but people still aren't really liking the single player. And it kind of sucks. I really feel bad for Xbox that it's getting this negative um, response. Because they... Yeah, it... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, they, they definitely worked hard on it. Like, how long has it been delayed? I can't even remember to this point, but... Well, uh, obviously, so, some work and passion has gone into this, and it sucks that they're not getting the returns they want. Yeah. Originally, it was supposed to come out with the launch of the Xbox One X on November 7th, in 2017 and I think that was a push date from I thought I honestly think it was supposed to come out three years ago I think I could be wrong oh god I wonder how long Terry Crews how long ago he recorded his lines <laughs> and I think um, it's changed and that's the issue it's changed hands and they had to I was reading something that they kind of had to like rebuild the game through using the cloud technology that they're talking about the X cloud stuff which to me, I think that's impressive that the game is even coming out at this point. Yeah, well, according to Wikipedia, because you know that's reliable, you were supposed to release worldwide in 2016. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I thought because I knew that the the Xbox One X release date was another delay, and then they're like, ah, oh, you know, it's coming out in 2019, undisclosed month, and I'm like, good lord. Um, I. <sighs> I downloaded it. It's on my Xbox because if you have Xbox Game Pass, you can you can pre-install it. So February fifteenth, once um, for us because we live in the Midwest, um, at eleven p.m. on Valentine's Day, you can play it. I can just boot it up right away and play it. If it weren't for us doing reviews and doing this show, I don't know if I would play this game. Yeah, I mean, it looks fun as a beat-em-up, honestly, but I'm not sure what else there is besides that, unless you're, like, really in to uh, Terry Crews, and, you know, I love the guy, he's a fantastic human being, but I'm not sure uh, that'll keep me occupied for more than five hours of total gameplay. Yeah, and it's it's really funny behind the scenes of this show because I keep trying to pawn this off on Chance. Like, hey, Chance, do you want to do the Crackdown 3 review? Do you want to do it? And you refute. <laughs> you haven't responded to me. You completely talk about something else. You change the subject. You never want to just be like, yeah, dude, I'll play it. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let Sparks change the subject. I'll, I, I'll, I'll play it. I'll, I'll do it. For you. That's because uh, I'm doing the review for uh, Far Cry New Dawn because, because I'm the only one that actually played Far Cry 5 and cared about it. So, whatever. Which, keep an eye out uh, if, you, if you're a PlayStation listener. I have some good news about Far Cry 5. Uh, good news, homies. Overall, I, I, I don't... I'm not Like I said, it, it sucks to see the response that it's getting online. Uh, I never want to see a company, Xbox or PlayStation, um, fail at doing, you know, exclusive games and, and, and trying to do first party games. But I think this is a sign that this is the death of, I think this is the tail end of what Xbox was going to be. This is it. I think all those new studios they acquired and changing, they just changed their name from Microsoft Studios to Xbox Studios, I think. Uh, X- Xbox Game Studios, I believe is what it's called. So I think that Crackdown is like the end of an era. I think 
that they're like, all right, we'll just put this game out, get it out, and now let's focus on all these other studios that we got making games there. Yeah, it's definitely the the last hurrah of kind of what started off in 2013 with like the launch of the one originally where um, you weren't sure about it. And, you know, people who've chosen Microsoft through this generation of consoles kind of got burned on exclusives as far as that goes. So, hey, it could work out. Maybe we, you know, we haven't seen the game yet. I'll keep an open mind, but yeah. I, and if you think it's good, man, I'll definitely hop in and play the, the multiplayer and get involved in it. Like it's on my Xbox. So I'm waiting on, you know, the, the, you know, the word around town. It's like, Hey, if it's actually good, I'll play it. I think it's a good idea to put it on game pass. Um, I think it is to me, that's also an issue. I think that move by Xbox, there's two ways to look at it. one. I think it's a good idea for game pass, gives it value, adds to a great service, but on the flip side of that, I feel like there isn't a lot of confidence in some of these games. Um, Forza Horizon 4 is different because that game is great. It is a really fun... And I'm not a huge racing game guy, but that game is fun as hell. But when you look at games like Sea of Thieves, which was a dumpster fire, <laughs> when it worked, yeah. people liked it. But overall, it was that was a dumpster fire. And it just adds on to... And, you know, everybody was making jokes on uh, the YouTube, the IGN video in the comments saying, like, we lost Scalebound for this. To, and that is upsetting, too. <laughs> Scalebound was cool. It was different. It was something that you hadn't seen on Xbox. That's a PlayStation-type game that was what it looked like, you know? Single-player, dragons, mm-hmm. weird stuff. Dragons. Dragons. No, yeah, that's God, yeah, so disappointing. I, 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 I didn't look into what happened. I was just like, damn, yeah. that's And sucks. you're right. Uh, Xbox has been burned with exclusives, so hopefully they can, I guess, circle the wagons behind uh, Crackdown 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'm sure their Halo release will. Oh yeah, they they're gonna. <laughs> I numbers. think without Sony being there, I think Xbox is just gonna blow it out and have a huge, super long like gameplay demo of Halo Infinity because they have to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which I'm totally for. I, I love their A game. And finally, on the news, this is something real quick. Uh, this is only for me and Mortal Kombat fans. Cabal is back, baby. <laughs> he wasn't in Mortal Kombat 10. He's in Mortal Kombat 11, and uh, Devorah's back. One of my favorite new characters. Um, you know, don't the Bug Lady. That's really all that is. Do you have anything to add, Chance? Uh, what does that bring the roster up to now? Confirmed. I think that brings it up to I want to say 11. I think right now, 10, 11? 10 or 11. One uh, in there. Uh, I mean, as someone who isn't experienced in the realm of Mortal Kombat, like more characters, the better. Uh, if I remember correctly, was Cabal the one with those weird ass sword things that are? Yeah, they're uh, like hooks. Yeah, those. Okay. Yeah. Dude. Then yes, I'm down for this. Dude, I'll show you, I'll send you his uh his little character trailer. His fatality is just fantastic. Well, I'll describe it for you because it'll make for a better content, I guess. So, uh, in the fatality, 
he like because sp- his moves he like spins a lot and runs around a lot you know that right so he mm-hmm. spins slams the dude down with his hook sticks it in, into him and then starts running really fast and as he's running the dude's skin and eyeballs pop up his skin comes off his eyeballs are popping out oh god and then he dr- like drops him runs around and as he or he like no he throws him up in the air he runs to the other side and while he's in the air he sticks up his uh, like hook blades and slices him and and slices him down the middle jesus and i was just like god man there's how do you get that creative on killing people it's it's insane so dude they got to have some sick motherfuckers working in nether realm that's the only way i can explain we got to we got to get that game and we got to play play against each other and i think that would make for some fun uh let's plays speaking of let's plays for the content jake plays hitman uh 2016 first episode is up i i promise i'll finish that game before the deadline but you better a lot of stuff happening we, we will talk about hitman here in a minute but first chance and i are cheap bastards and Hell yeah! As cheap bastards, we gotta we gotta help other cheap bastards, and we gotta get you some deals. Now these aren't all the deals that you're gonna find on Xbox and PlayStation, but these are the ones I highlighted, and one of them I kind of laughed. So first up on the Xbox, we've got Doom 2016 and Wolfenstein 2 as a bundle for $32. Um, and also, if you're still on the fence about Wolfenstein, you can get the whole tri- you can get the whole entire new story for $42 because the new order and the old well $52 because they're $10 bucks each the new order and the old blood are both $10 as well uh, this one makes me laugh but cry Titanfall 2 is $450 oh sweet I'm gonna pick it up <laughs> you and again we'll, we're gonna be talking about Apex uh, Apex Predators no, that's true. Apex Legends in a minute Apex Predators <laughs> Hey, dude. Sorry. That's a cool sequel. You're welcome. Yeah. Respawn. Uh, yeah. Because of guys like you, Chance, this is why we don't have Titanfall 3. We'll talk about that. I'm sorry. In a minute. But yes, Titanfall 2 is 450 I bought it for 6 bucks. It's worth your money. That game is fantastic. And it still has a pretty decent fan base. I don't know how it is now after Apex came out. But when I was playing, there were still, I think, up to 10,000 people playing. So it's still... You know those, you know those people are really good too. So any newcomer is just gonna get slapped out of the lobby. Well, you know what's funny about Titanfall 2 is, I'm not very good at shooters, but I was actually having a lot of fun. And I think I think it's a good balance game, and that's good. It just came out at a bad time. Uh, Battlefield 5 is thirty dollars. <laughs> thirty. I think that's what I picked it up for. Yeah, I laugh because I. That, that, that came out not too long ago. It came out a few months ago. November. Yeah. Not not a very old game for it to be cut in half like that, but uh, hey, it is what it is. People didn't buy it. Uh, there's only two big deals I want to talk about. Now, keep in mind, um, I'm going to mention a Ubisoft game. There's a whole publisher sale for Ubisoft. So if you, you're a PS4 guy, there's a lot of really good deals for Ubisoft games. Um, first up, Fortnite Standard Edition. Standard Founders Pack is now just twenty dollars at nineteen ninety nine. I don't know anybody that would play this because nobody really plays Fortnite other than the Battle Royale. Come on, guys. Let's be real. 
think the Founders Pack does give you skins, though. I, I think so, yeah. And Far Cry 5 Gold Edition, which was normally, uh, I want to say, 80 bucks, is $40.49 with the uh, Ubisoft publisher sale. Uh, so, yeah, if you... Um, are interested in that there's a lot of other games i just mentioned far cry 5 gold edition because i'm a far cry 5 whore oh. <laughs> uh real quick i just saw this uh before we, we started to record did you see that assassin's creed 3 is getting a remaster in march what yeah they're doing a uh assassin's creed 3 remaster with all the dlc on march 29th for xbox one and ps4 I've been so saturated with Assassin's Creed lately. Holy shit! Like, okay. Speaking of what you were saying about the Ubisoft sale, um, on I'm not sure if you saw this, but on the Microsoft Store, they're having like Assassin's Creed sale, like up to 65% off. I I should have piped up about it in our, our little group chat, but I wasn't sure because uh, they had like all the games were like cheaper. Like uh, I think most of them were like half. Like, uh, the Ezio trilogy, uh, was like all three games were like 20 bucks. I didn't jump, I didn't jump on that just because I'm like, yeah, there's too much here. And then I saw, I saw that the, uh, Odyssey, the ultimate edition, like that came with the season pass was knocked down from $120 to like the, uh, regular price of 60 for like the base game. And I was just like, fuck it. I, I might jump on that. That's actually a really great deal. It might be over, but I'm not sure. Uh, I know, like I like right. I said, as of recording um, on February 6th, I know that it's the sale is still there for PlayStation. <laughs> oh, it might be PlayStation. I, I'm talking about the, it was on the Microsoft store for me. Yeah, so if it's not on the Microsofts, because I know sometimes uh, they'll both run publisher deals like that kind of thing, and I know one of them will end before the other one. So if the PlayStation one's still running and I can get Odyssey for cheap, I'll definitely do it. I've heard nothing but great things about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The only bad thing I've heard, it's a bit of a grind fest, but that's never bothered me much. I heard this. And then the story is great, what? though. I've heard the story is really yeah. good. And then I've also, uh, with Games of Gold, I picked up Assassin's Creed Rogue, the uh, last breath of the three, <clears throat> the 360 and the PS3. Oh, yeah. So I remember when they released that, and then they released, uh, I think... I think <laughs> the remaster, I think, a couple months ago. Well, didn't they release Rogue for the PS3 and 360, and then they released it like Unity for the PS1 or the PS4 and Xbox One? Yeah, I think that was like a simultaneous uh, release. All right. And uh, yeah, that's all for the deals for this week. Buy some games, you cheap bastards. All right, so now we're going to move on to the section where we sit down and we talk about the games that we're playing. And this is going to get interesting because uh, this is the first episode before we... Actually, yeah, the next episode will be the Hitman full-blown spoiler talk where we've all beaten the game and we talk about it. But, uh, yeah, we started a game of Hitman. Because it won the Game Pass, the Game Pass selection. All three of us brought a random game from Game Pass that we had not played. We did a random number generator. Chance had Hitman. It won. Chance, how do you feel about Hitman 2016? There's definitely a learning curve, especially if you are not uh, very new to stealth games. <laughs> oh, 
God, I am so terrible. But you definitely get better once you uh, kind of get the gist of it. Like, if you ignore a few certain aspects, like the uh, the optional opportunities, and like you're just kind of running around, like, oh God, what do I do? Uh, is this spoiler talk? Should I should I stop? Uh, well, yeah, we'll just do it this way. It's uh, spoilers for like the first two episodes because you're not on episode. Are you on just now on episode three, right? No, I beat the game. You beat the game? <laughs> yeah, well, but I'm not going to talk about it because that would ruin the podcast. Holy shit. I've only played one episode. Uh, God damn it, Jake. Yeah, t- talk about it vaguely enough so you're not like... Okay, so like, if you just go full gung-ho, like, it's not like Assassin's Creed where you can like, hey guy, come over here. Go wander in this tall grass for a second and then stab him and no one will know. You got to... It is very methodical, like, anything can and will, like, some dipshit will just turn around the corner, hey, what are you doing? And, uh, they're just like, someone gets security, and then you're just running, trying to find some dipshit with a disguise that someone won't recognize you in. That's basically the gist of, for me as the new player, I was just like, damn it, this was way harder than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, and that that's funny, because all three of us had never played any other games in the series and um i had always admired it but it's the same thing i i i think we're all very similar in that way where i don't play stealth games because i know i'm not very good at them and i that's not a good excuse you know you you know you could challenge yourself and you know try to play different games and branch out and it's just like look i'm not discrediting that these games are good i just know that i wouldn't be good at them but you know, I we were texting back and forth about it. Um, just playing that first episode and doing the Jake plays for that, which again, Underachievers Games on YouTube, check it out. Um, <laughs> just playing through that, I was saying that in the Let's Play, and I said it to you guys later. Like, the more I played that game, the more I liked it. It 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 was something. It's something about that game that. Where, yes, it, it's very daunting, and there's a lot of things to it, and a lot of different moving parts, and the levels are made in a way that I think are brilliant. I think it's because it really, like, the first mission that you do, the first episode, you do the training, your first episode, you have two targets. I'm used to being like, oh, the training was super easy, let's take out the one guy. No, you have two separate people that you have to get at the right times in separate parts of the map. And time it out properly. And, um, but yeah, the more I played it, man, I was getting hooked. I was having a lot of fun. And I think because it's so, like you were saying, it's so hard on you that when you do, you feel accomplishment. When you actually get an assassination and it's clean and nobody saw it and you got it, you're like, yeah, fuck you, game. I got, I'm better than you. (laughs) Eat it. Eat it, nerd. I just, beat this but yeah and and it doesn't after it holds your hand in the tutorial it kind of just pushes you off a cliff <laughs> yeah just like have fun swimming bitch <laughs> and um it was really funny because before we recorded sparks was like hey I'm, I'm not feeling well i can't do the show and then he messaged i was watching jake's play jake's let's play of <laughs> hitman one thing he should not be a hitman ever and i was laughing because i like i know how bad i am at this game you don't have to remind me but then he's like, but then mean. he responded with like, I didn't know you could check opportunities. And I'm like, 
dude, that saved my life doing the opportunities because I didn't have, a, like you were saying, I had no idea what I was doing. So I, I, I just mm-hmm. messed around with those. But I think what's cool about that, and you'll see it in the Jake's Play video, it you could be doing an opportunity and going one way that you think you're going to play that level, and then something can happen, and you're like, oh, well, well, fuck that. I'm going to do this. This seems, you know, and I... Yeah. That's what I love so much about it is there's so much variety in it. Mm-hmm. And it, it rewards you to... It rewards exploration. It rewards experimenting. Yeah, and I've been told that Hitman 2 is even better than this one, so... You know what's really funny? I was never going to buy that game. I might buy Hitman 2 and play that because I, I really like this game. Yeah, the story is intriguing me just enough that I want to know what happens. And I'm sure we could do a. I can make a funny series of me playing the Hitman games because they're honestly accidentally hilarious sometimes. Because there'd be because the 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 on the Xbox the X button, you use that to interact, right? And you use that to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to interact with people, thinking I can, and I'll just fucking punch them in the mouth. And I'll be like, God damn it! <laughs> oh shit! Oh god, shit! Fuck! <laughs> or when like. You uh, get a disguise like really early in the mission, and he's like, "Hey, you're not a janitor. Come back yeah, here." And that was pissing me off. I'm like, "How do these people know who like not know?" Honestly, ask yourself out there. You work at a job, for instance, where I work. It is a big company. There are people that I will see in that building, and I'm like, "I have no fucking idea who that person is." You're telling me that doesn't happen in the hitman world? <laughs> it's like, do I did I hire a bald guy with a tattoo on the back? God, I can't remember. Are, are barcode tattoos in? I don't know. Let's find out. Hey, you aren't you aren't one of my buff mercenary men. Who are you? Uh, but other than Hitman, uh, I'm kind of I just been like I say I jump around a lot. Um, but Hitman's been the main one. The main topic is the other game that I've been playing. Um, and again, I I said it last week, but. There's something about Spider-Man where I could just jump in and just swing around New York for a couple hours doing missions. I'll occasionally just come back and do that. But Hitman is mostly what I what I'm going to be focusing on until uh, Far Cry New Dawn comes out. Um, and I've also, like I said, I put a few missions into Assassin's Creed Rogue. Uh, and people are right; it's definitely a reskin of a uh, Black Flag. Um. It's it's weird going back because um well first off it's still like it's a 360 game so there's obviously that you have to get over that graphic graphics get better and better and you're just going to have to live with playing uh the old games that aren't old enough to be nostalgic but are still new enough that you can play and uh that game's like 5 years 6 years old or no 4 years old it'll it, be 5 years this yeah, year yeah w- yeah 5 years this fall and uh yeah, it's definitely, it's got some very interesting story elements. It connects, it's like glue between Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed Unity. And 4 for that matter. But, uh, it's, 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 if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, I definitely recommend. It's also for another thing, like, uh, in 2000, and with uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, they changed up the combat. So, going back to the old combat's kind of weird too. But other than that, I like it. It's just like, oh, God, do I still remember how to sail a ship? Okay, this is aim. This is can't. Okay, we're good. <laughs> so um, I'm actually trying to once. Um, I think it's the f- uh, six, 15th or 16th. 
they uh, they're releasing uh, original Xbox Star Wars game, and I want to try that out and play that. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny is you talk about graphical differences. Go back and play OG Xbox games on your Xbox One. You want to complain about graphics? You can complain there. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's kind of weird. No, I'm not saying you are, but you know. Oh yeah, it's just how far we've come in such a short time. Um, that reminds me. I I just thought of Star Wars. Here's a little bit of news that I forgot to add. Apparently, Disney doesn't care about EA fucking up Star Wars. They don't care. They. Of course. They released a statement saying we've never been really good at video games. We're pretty happy with what EA is doing, and I'm like. You just had Kingdom Hearts 3 come out, and people like that, and it has all your characters in it. Fiends. Also, I, I haven't, I gotta get back to it. I just, I haven't, I don't own it. I rented it. I, I was playing a lot of Resident Evil 2. Um, holy shit, that game is good. That, that was a lot of fun. Um, fuck Mr. X. The, uh,. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't yes. know why those old school Resident Evil games thought, "Hey, man, let's put a giant hulking man in front of you. You can't fight him. You just gotta run away from him, and he'll just keep popping up randomly. So, good luck with that." Mm-hmm. Jump scares are the bread and butter. All right. So this is the game that I've been playing the most of right now, and it's only a day old. Well, two days. <laughs> two days yeah. when this goes live. Well, I guess technically three days old when this goes live. We're going to be talking about Apex Legends. That is the topic of the show. This, uh, I saw the rumors about this game over the weekend, and I kind of ignored it because I'm like, I'm, I got to focus on the Super Bowl. Maybe I should have focused on this because that Super Bowl fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking right. I'm dude. sorry. That was the worst football game. One of the worst football games I've ever watched. People are like, but it's a defensive game. Look, I respect the defense that was on the field, but it was boring, and Tom Brady... It doesn't make. Yeah, sorry. And Tom Brady won won another Super Bowl. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, no one wants to see that. Also, it's not good television. But I will say, Super Bowl forty eight was worse. I think that was better than this. What, the blowout. Oh yeah, I had more fun watching that. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Apex Legends. Uh, Respawn Entertainment, the guys that created uh, Titanfall. I've made a game that's in the Titanfall universe, but it is not, has no mechs, has no other ties to it that it's just set a couple, I think like 20 some years after Titanfall 2, and it is a free-to-play Battle Royale game. You guys already know that. Um, Chance and I have played some of it. I played a couple matches um, when it launched on Monday, and then I played some on Tuesday. I really like this game. It's it's got potential, that's for sure. It's it's finally nice to see someone copying the Fortnite formula to a T, where the game is free, and then all the cosmetics are what the money comes from. Yeah, and what's even what I like about Apex Legends is it feels different. It is a different game. It is not just a Fortnite copy. It has its own vibe to it. Or, you know or, what I mean? Yeah, or someone's game that they just decided to, you know, put into one of the biggest maps and, oh, it's a battle royale, even though our engine definitely can't handle it. Looking at you, Cliffy B. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this, like, 
I watched the Twitch reveal on Monday, and so they showed off like a, a cinematic trailer of what it is, and then after that they showed like a dev trailer. You know, they're talking to people who made the game, and it looks like there was like legitimate time and effort and care put into it. So yeah, you're right. It doesn't feel like oh. Everybody likes Battle Royales. Let's just slap that on, you know, let's just throw this in there and say, it's tied to Titanfall, so you like that game, didn't you? You know? And, no, yeah, man, I, I dig it a lot. Um, I like the fact that it is focused on teamwork and it's squad. it's very much squad-based tactics kind of thing, which I really like. I would have liked to play a solo but I'm not very good at video games. I love talking about them. I love playing them, but I'm not good at them. So it's nice to have a couple randos who know what they're doing and can yeah. carry me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, by, by the way, the nonverbal communications on it are great. Fucking brilliant, dude. Unbelievable. And that's that, I think, is why I'll keep playing this game over and over again, is you're right. It's so easy to communicate with your team. You don't need a mic. Because I... I don't like talking to people I don't know. Yeah, you don't like, know if he's 12 or possibly 80. You never know. And we all know that, like, Xbox Live is fucking toxic. Glorious for <laughs> your mom this and racial slurs that. <laughs> yeah. And I love that they took that into account and were like, okay, well, if you don't want to talk to people, if you drop, if you give me a gun, and I, again, I wrote a, an impressions article on loudopinionated.com. Uh, but it's so, it's so easy to talk to these random people when they, and I've noticed that players are actually really nice in this game right now Yeah. where they, they kind of, they see my rank. They see that I'm only like level two or three and they see that I only have one kill and I've only played like a couple matches. They, they know that. So they kind of like, okay, let me hold your hand through this thing. And when they drop me ammo and guns, I just click down on the D pad and I say, thank you. With my character. My character talks to them. And I'm like, why did anybody thought of this before? <laughs> I think, like, maybe some PC games have jumped on that. But it should have been in consoles long ago. And it, yeah. Like, maybe Team Fortress. That's all I could think of. And the, and the ping option? That's fucking genius. That's... Where I hit, I hit a button and say, hey, there's some loot over there. Or, hey, there's enemies. I just hit the button. That's it. I don't have to tell them over a microphone. There's ammo over here. Hey, let's go over here. And it's funny because I kind of learned how to do, like I did the tutorial and all that, and I think it does enough to teach you. But being in a game, with just based on the two other people I was with, I was learning how to communicate that way. So I was pinging a lot more, and I was saying, oh, there's, I already had a piece of armor. I already had a, sh- a chest piece and a helmet or whatever. So I was like, okay. There's a chess piece here. There's a hel- like I was actually being helpful, and I was like, it's actually really cool to think that you're able to communicate just by a button press, and you're able to learn from the game and actually interact with other people without actually talking to them. So I can mm-hmm. feel I don't have to, and I can feel antisocial. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but that's I think. What do you think of that move um, of? doing just a three-team squad base, that's it. You can't play solos, you can't play duos. It's three-team squads, that's it. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like, sure, it's good for, like, learning to play uh, cooperatively with 
you know, some rando. But on the other hand, if you want to, like, save yourself some embarrassment and try it yourself, uh, it, I guess if you can get over that anxiety, then I'm all for it. But I guess if you can't, maybe you're a little trepidatious. But overall, I don't think it's going to hurt it. You can still play. And if you just want to be a dick and go off by yourself, you can. But I think you have to land... You both have to jump at the same time, so I believe so. Yeah, yeah, and I honestly like that aspect that you all jump together. Oh god, that was so fun! It was so funny, but so infuriating. Just like, all right, when are we jumping? I already jumped. What? Damn it! It provides great content, and it's funny for Fortnite Fridays. But I was just like, dude, I need to know. We can't split up. We gotta. We're gonna get. We're not very good. We're gonna no, get fucking. Murdered. None of us are good. We cannot solo a team. <laughs> uh, and uh, I honestly think, um, yeah, it's it's really fun. And I was surprised at how they did this and how this was so hush hush. And we got the rumors, the you know, a couple days before launch. But the fact that they announced it, launched it. And it was free. All in, in all that in one day, I think, is impressive. And did you see the stat where they had over one million unique players in eight hours of launch? Oh, I did not see that. Holy shit! Yeah, this and I. I think this game is is huge, and and everybody's talking about it, and rightfully so, man. It's a it's actually a good game. It's a fun game. Uh, yeah, like that that free to play thing. Uh, you usually think, oh man, this might, this might, this might suck, guys. But no, it's uh, it's quality product. Like they definitely put the hard work into it, and um, I think that it's gonna pay off for them, like it had Epic uh, last year and the year before. Yeah, and you know, say what you will about um, Fortnite, but I think Fortnite has done things. And look, I don't hate the game. I've when we played the game. I had fun playing it. I wasn't good at it, but it was fun. But it it has changed the industry, and I think I agree with you that it used to be a negative thing, but now that you're seeing that there is potential in free-to-play games, I think that's exciting for me as a consumer. So, you know, we yeah. we do this, we do this show, and we want to talk about games and be current, but it's also an expensive hobby to have. Yes, it is. So when you have really good quality games that are free, it's really nice. And I, I do agree with you. Like, this game does have microtransactions, but it's purely cosmetic. It's skins. Exactly. Like, uh, what Fortnite did, sure, you can claim, oh, God, it's normie shit, or, oh, little kids play it, or it's taken over So the media. It's just ignoring all that, and it's not that important. Calm down. You're 30 years old. People have addiction. Yeah, but uh, it's done something where it's kind of like the mobile games format where, okay, you get the game, you can win, and it's free, and then you want to buy all this extra stuff? Go ahead. And that's that's a lesson that EA needs to learn because we already paid $60 for this game, and if you're going to charge me $20, $30, $40 more, then... Fucking go away. I'm going to go to the the thing that already has all their content in a free game. Oh, and I want to look like a little uh, reptar from Rugrats. I can go play Fortnite. Yeah, that that's one of the 
I'm a staunch defender of uh, Batman Arkham Knight. I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking hate the Bat Tank. Everybody does. But mm-hmm. that was one thing I could not defend that game on, where they said, okay, here's a $60 game, but to get the full experience, you're going to have to spend 100 bucks for the $40 season pass. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself, because I'm giving you, and I understand, it's expensive to make a game, and these people work hard on them. And I, it, look, it should be enough for developers to say, I bought your game. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have, and maybe down the line, I'll, I want to buy some extra stuff. And, and like, sorry. And when you announce that stuff that early, it drives me nuts too. When you're just like, oh, here's forty dollars season pass, and the game's not even out yet. I'm like, uh, come on. Like, uh, the thing I've seen, like I know people like to praise CD Projekt Red, and I know it kind of gets old, but what they do with their DLC, like The Witcher, okay, the The Witcher Three, it's not really about the game. The game itself is huge, and the DLC they released, like. A year later, could almost be con- it's bigger than some games. Like both of them are could be considered games by themselves, and one of the and the second one I believe has a map that is as about as big a new section of the map that's about as big as like one of the island uh, sections of the game. Like if they were all combined into one landmass, it's like Middle Middle Earth France. It's the best I can describe it, but uh. That's the way you do DLC. Something extra that maybe wasn't ready for the launch date. Yep. And some not something that you could easily put in the game. Looking at you, Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> at launch. So, that's just my opinion. I, I do agree. As much as I love Spider-Man, I think I didn't like the fact that they did The City Never Sleeps. And honestly, those three packs, like story packs... It's cool. It sets up the sequel and does all these things. I was like, they could have put that in the game. They weren't very long. Could have been. Yeah, it could have been an epilogue. They weren't very long. Like each uh, each one was like an hour and a half. And that's what I'm. That's the thing too. I was coming off Red Dead Redemption too, and I'm like, well, these guys can put all this shit in their game, and you guys could maybe different developing cycles or whatever. But uh, so there are bad things that have come from Apex Legends, um, Titanfall Three was replaced by Apex Legends. I think the conception was that Titanfall 3 was in development, and so a lot of people thought that Apex Legends was going to be a stopgap, a game in between, so they can still make some revenue while they're working on Titanfall 3. Uh, No, apparently this is what Titanfall 3 morphed into. Um, Yeah. So that's why it's still in that world, but it's a, a BR game, and it's different. But... I mean, that sucks for me, and I think it's partially my fault because I got onto Titanfall so late because I didn't get Titanfall 2 until it was six bucks months ago. <laughs> um, yep. But I think that's unfortunate because I think Titanfall is a very underrated rated, uh, franchise because Titanfall 2 is fantastic. Yeah, I that was part of, like, made with an addition of EA, right? Was EA part of it? Uh, their part, they joined, yeah. I think the first Titanfall was an Xbox One exclusive and PC. Okay. And then, yeah, Titanfall 2, I think, is when they partnered up with EA. I think they just need to do a better job of babying their games, especially at release. Oh, it, I, this is, I think, Titanfall 2 was on, the reason that game failed was 100% EA's fault. 
because EA's idea of, well, if we can have two games on the market against Call of Duty, it's going to only be better for us. And I was like, no, one of those is going to get buried, and that was Titanfall 2. See, you, you only cannibalized yourself. Right. Uh, I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility to think Titanfall 3 will come out of this, but I think they're going to focus on Apex Legends because that's going to be their cash cow. It's just going to be a wait, essentially. People, it's it's hot. People are going to want to keep playing it and and buying the cosmetics, and it's going to make their money. Um, I think what's going to be interesting is all that movement that you like in Apex Legends, it was there in Titanfall 2, but even better because you had grappling hooks, you had jet packs, you had wall running, you were doing all sorts of cool shit. I wonder if they're going to apply that to Apex Legends down the line. Like, there's going to be some big updates, because they're going to have to do that if they want this to like, be sustainable. Just, yeah, like, fucking Fortnite can just drop anything they want, really, because, like, again, with Fortnite analogy, you could have, like, you know, that they've had jetpacks in the past that they've come and gone. They've had, you know, the remote control rocket launchers. They vault and unvault weapons all the time. Uh, if they make it a living, breathing game, there's no telling. I'm sure it'll pay dividends. I hope it does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're seeing that with Fortnite now. There's snow and airplanes. And, like, if you look at how we played the game. Uh, Fortnite's crazy now. Like, how we played the game when it first started getting popular, uh, when we were doing Fortnite Fridays, when we just started playing it out of, like, what is this thing? It's free. Let's try it. To what it is now, I don't think I could play it. Cause I- no, it's so different i mean the building's the same but there's new there's new like i never really gave uh season six an earnest shot just because i was in school but like well out of the desert map which i i know some people don't like the desert but I, the desert's pretty man <laughs> but that's not important they added like first they added the atv or they they added the golf carts and now there's uh atvs now you like you mentioned the planes now there's snow for winter it's they just, like, criticize all you want, but they've taken great care of it and made sure that it's something people want to stick around to. Right, and it's, it's it made, I mean, it makes gangbusters, man. They're still, they're always making money off of that. And I think the way that they've managed to stay this long is, yeah, you're right. They listen to people and, and they change things. And that's why I think they beat out PUBG because, PUBG doesn't, I don't think, listens to anybody. <laughs> and yeah, well, they launched their game when it wasn't finished. First, Yeah. Uh, so that's the question I want to bring up. We keep mentioning Fortnite because it's the big dog. I mean, you can make arguments for Blackout, but I think it's a better comparison because Apex Legends is like Fortnite. It's free. So do we think that there's longevity here? Do we think that this is going to compete for that crown, the battle royale crown against uh, Fortnite, I think it has a chance. I think it does. Uh, I think it definitely, especially if someone who's got if someone has gotten bored of Fortnite uh, wants to maybe doesn't want to completely dip out of the battle royale genre. Um, it's still pretty colorful uh, as far as you know a first person shooter goes, and. Maybe the adults, the teenage demographic, be like, okay, this is a little less cartoony. Uh, there's no building because I suck at it. And uh, <laughs> This is a real game for real gamers, dude. Surreal man's video game, okay? But uh, 
I think it'll last. I think what sets it apart from Fortnite, and I think what's going to make it work, is that you have different characters and you have different abilities, and that there's there's more personality. Where in in Fortnite, there's no personality to the thing, the character that you're playing. A lot of the times, if you don't have skins, you're just a random dude and you just dropped in. Where this, you pick a character and it has a class and it has abilities and like, there's it, it's a mixture of Overwatch. Yeah, I, I forgot the Overwatch elements too. I was like, oh wow, there's characters. Yeah, it's it's a mixture of Overwatch and a a, a regular BR game, but I think. That and I think just the movement, dude. It feels like the movement is great when you sliding under things and jumping over things. And uh, I like using the. I played a lot as the tank for a while, uh, the tank character. I've played as the tracker a couple times. That's who I started to use now too. The robot, the robot tracker dude. No. Or no. No, I haven't used the robot. Though he's he's got that one hat like. Uh, he reminds me of a bird. Oh, but... the bloodhound. Yeah, Bloodhound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I was I was using the robot, the uh, because he has a grappling hook, and I like that. Right, right. So there you go. If we ever when we play together, we won't run into that. You can be the Bloodhound, and I'll be the robot. Oh, that's another thing. I'm pretty sure you cannot be the same class if you're no, you can't partnering up with someone. You can't. So you got to have your main, and then you got to have your backup. Yeah. Hopefully no one is like, wait, that's my main and my backup. You guys suck. That would be bro. That'd be pretty shitty. If it's like, you know what, dude? You're just healer now. You're on heels. That's all you're doing. Well, I mean, that'll make you adept at uh, all the characters and playstyles. So, not all bad. Yeah. Are you? I think. What's this say? I think. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. This excites me, man. This actually got me back into this genre. I was pretty done with it. I was pretty done with Battle Royale and didn't really... I'm over it. <laughs> it's whatever, dude. Only Like you said, you know, only kids play this game, whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, I kind of dropped out, but now I'm, I'm in, man. I played a couple games last night. I'll probably play some more tonight. Um, Yeah, I'm into it. It's going to be really sad how much of my spring break I spent playing video games. <laughs> hey, man, you wanted to do a gaming podcast. You know what you got yourself into. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll never see the beach. All right, so that will do it for this edition of the Underachievers. What are you guys doing? Are you guys playing Apex Legends? You can can you give it? You know what? Better yet, give us some tips on how to play uh, Hitman better. Well, just me, because Chance apparently beat the game already. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, by the time we do the next show, I will either. Have played New uh, Far Cry New Dawn, or I'll be getting ready to. And in that time, you'll probably get a review. So get excited! Chance has committed to it. He's doing it for us. He's gonna do the Crackdown Three re- review. Round of applause! Yeah. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I might never want to listen to Terry Crews ever again. After. Hey, this. who knows, man? Maybe you like it. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay. I mean, third person has always been good to me. Usually. So, I I don't know. I have mixed feelings. From what I've seen, I'm like that, to me, it doesn't look that bad. No, it might be just kind of like a fun beat 'em up. Like, do uh, you remember the Deadpool game? Kind of like that, but Terry Crews might not be as funny. 
Uh, yeah, that game was bad. The only good thing for it was its humor. <laughs> that game was fucking whack. But I only kept playing because it was really funny. That's the only reason I kept playing. Uh, yeah, so that is The Underachievers. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter, at underagames. You can like us on Facebook, Underachievers Games. Um, all of our written material, whether it be a uh, preview, review, thought, think piece of some sort, that will be on loudandopinionated.com. Of course, this is part of the Loud and Opinionated Network. Go check out those other shows, uh, Loud Sports, the Jake Williams show, you know, all that good stuff. Hey, whoever runs that Twitter account needs to live on Nebraska, okay? Uh, that would be Paul. Uh, my co-host, Paul, he's an Iowa State fan, so he's been trashing uh, Nebraska on uh, Loud. Paul, you need to let up, okay? Uh, calling you out. I'll even put this on the Loud Sports RSS feed just to call him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks so much, guys. Have a great day, and uh, game on. This show is brought to you by Loud and Opinionated.